Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They scissor around Curry. They find Thompson left side. He's open. He shots up. No good. At the horn, the ball game is over. What a beautifully designed play. A great look for Clay Thompson. Scissored off Curry. They threw it over the top, and he was wide open. My goodness. Now back to Willard and Dibbs. Take it away, Mark. You got it, Steph. I got you, man. You did not travel. Um, I don't care what anybody says. Um, unless uh, unless you want to change the rules. It. Unless you want to change the rules. Go ahead and change the rules. Stop. Life is not lived by the rule book. Life is lived by life, and that has never been life. If you want to change life, let's change life. Um, but you need to tell everybody and then be consistent. That's going to be my stance there. Uh, Willard and Dibs. Take get... all the steps you need, Steph, because yeah. we want to see you, we oh, see you get loose from three. Too many Stephs? Is that uh, what you're basically calling for? That's what traveling is. Yeah. Too many staffs. Too many staffs. Uh, hit it 898-957-9570. We'll keep going uh, with Dubs and uh, 49ers. I'm out on Raheem Mostert. I- I've gotten to the point where I'm bothered by some things. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, all in. Are you? Oh, I'm, yeah. Well, First carry, I cannot wait till Hufunga. Is he playing? Mostert hasn't even been playing. Right. Is he Hufunga? in? If he's not in, then I'm with you on... I'm out on uh, on Mostert. If yeah. you're not going to show up and pad up on Sunday, then you've got nothing to say. But yeah. if you're going to pad up and play, then I'm here for it. Well, listen, I'm here for what you're going to say, but uh, say what you want to say and do it honestly. To quote the great Sarah Bo- uh, Bareilles, like, wow, say I couldn't it. have seen that coming. Yeah, right. I, neither did I. Anyway, say it, say it loud, say it proud, say it clean, and mean it. Don't walk back two minutes later when you're like, oh, you didn't like what I said. Okay, actually, I meant the opposite. So, come on, man. Like, you got caught in a box here. We'll get to that in a little bit. Can I throw this at you? This is totally, and we'll get like, back to the water Literally calls. or figuratively? No, no, no. I'm not going to throw. You picked up your phone when you said that. <laughs> can I and throw, I'm like, my, are you can throw, I throw your, my phone at you? <laughs> I thought you were going to throw your phone at me. Can I throw this at you? Brother, check uh, this. Check this. Sure, Mark. <laughs> S&P 500 trading fell below its 10-day average yesterday as investors ditched their Bloomberg terminals for the soccer match. This wait, is wait, only wait. Are you tell me the USA affected the S and P? That is exactly what I'm telling you. Not only you. the S, and but the ha- S and P and it happened one time before. Guess what was happening when it happened before? US men's national team twenty ten World Cup US equities trading plunged forty three percent. I want to say this because there are plenty of you out there. My dad is one of these people. He got livid, actually, in an email yesterday. Quick story. We do a family pool Man. over Thanksgiving yeah, every yeah, year. Yeah, I love this story. Okay, Family pool. My brother-in-law runs it. He picks the games. It's usually all it's the NFL games on Turkey Day and then all the college games on Friday and Saturday. The idea is to have it done by Saturday night. We're not going to take it into NFL Sunday uh, because that's when people are traveling back to their holes, right? But it's all the college games, and it's spread out so that we can just watch all of them from Thursday through Saturday together, make fun of each other, eat, get full, laugh, right? 20 bucks a guy. Okay, so... He sticks the World Cup match in the pool. Oh, boy. It's football. So he goes, World Cup match, go in the pool. 
Funny thing is, he also writes, I want to make sure you all understand, a tie in this pool is a loss. So what do I do? Because it's one of those confidence pools where you like rank them 1 through 16. Okay. Right? I go and put the soccer match at 1, no matter who the hell I'm picking, because the likelihood of a tie is so much higher than it is for all these football games. Yeah. Well, my brother-in-law, who runs the damn pool and made the rule, hung himself more than anyone. He puts England up at like 12. My dad sticks England at 11. Oh, jeez. They tie, and I win the pool. And it's because of what they did with the soccer match. Because you lost, but you lost your one. I only lost my one. They lost their 11. And my dad is writing this email. Well, congrats on winning the pool, but this is a bunch of crap that soccer was even in this. <laughs> and I hate soccer. And the fact that nobody scored is stupid. And, internet crap. And this isn't a sport. And what? And right, my dad just turned 80, as anybody who's seen my IG over the last three weeks knows. So he is old fuddy-duddy master on soccer. And I wish I could save him because he's 80 years old, so we're probably not going to win him over. But do you all understand how transcendent yesterday's match was? Not because of the result, not because Team USA made the final 16. My kids all came home. They all go to different schools, middle school, elementary school, high school. Dad, the teachers were playing the match in the classroom. Wow. We stopped learning. I went to the doctor at a physical yesterday. The doctor, the receptionist, woke up, woke up, woke up. People who don't know a damn thing yeah. about sports, everybody was talking about the World Cup. It affected our markets. And there's still some of you out there, eh, scoreless this, one nothing, we not about scoring. Guy. Yeah, like I get, I'm not telling you you have to love soccer. But do you understand the gravity of yesterday's sporting event? I got slide tackled on the Embarcadero. <laughs> I mean, seriously, this was you pull massive. Off the ramp? So, I, I mean, I, I'm taking the ferry these you days. Saw what happened in our office? The whole place stopped. We couldn't even well, do our not show. Not the whole office. Well, I refused to look, look, look. <laughs> we had one guy who uh, refused to look, look, look. I don't want to name names, but. I, I actually had to leave to catch my boat because I'm taking the ferry now to the East Bay because, you know, I don't want to get stuck in this traffic. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to show up as angry as I have at times. <laughs> and so now I'm on the boat, and I'm, I'm on a boat, and I'm loving it. But I had to leave yesterday to catch my boat. And so shout out the Xfinity Stream app. I had it on my phone, and I'm walking head down looking at my phone, and I hate those people, but I was that guy yesterday. Yep, 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 yep. And I, I went head down from here all the way down to the ferry building, and I'm watching. And, and you I'm made watching. it without walking into anything? Yeah. It's incredible. What's the worst thing you've ever walked into while looking at your phone? Pull. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> pull. Not oh, one of those so big great. like street light pulls, but like one of those parking I, meter pulls. I walked into a cement block bench. Just a oh, I mean, dude. That's a yellow card. Buckle straight over, and people are like, it's the funniest thing when you watch people do this. Anyway, I digress. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. I was that guy yesterday. <laughs> and so you're, you're watching it, and Iran is pressing for a goal. Yeah. And in the 92nd minute, uh, off the set piece, there's that crap. cross, and he heads it toward the near post. And I'm looking, and I went, oh! And these three, four lovely young ladies who, they were having a nice lunch. They clearly were from out of town. And they all looked at me like, what is wrong? Does this guy have a tick? Because well, I let fly with a, oh! Yeah. <laughs> wow, and, you sounded God, like, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Howard Dean. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to guitar. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that we're was going to go to Iran, and then we're going to go to England, and then we're going to go to Wales. I could not, I couldn't stick and say. And I'm watching with Mark Grandy, who's the great uh, technical director of the afternoon yeah, yeah. show. And I mean, Grandy is pacing, and Lucas is uh, the producer of the afternoon show. He's making noise, and everybody's into it, and we're all locked in. And but I had to leave. But I couldn't miss it, so I had to watch it on my phone. Did these ladies know that they're like the only three that aren't in on the event? Basically. I mean, this is like, honestly, yesterday, that felt, I felt the same way I do during the Super Bowl. I've told you this story before. There was one Super Bowl, it was probably four, five, six years ago, whatever it was. I don't remember who was playing. But you're having your Super Bowl party. There's hummus. There's dip. There's unhealthy stuff. There's meat. Whatever. You're going to town. I, and it was probably halftime, and I looked out the front window of the house that I was visiting, and there was this couple that was going for a little run. They're running. I'm like, "What are you doing? <laughs> the Super Bowls? What, what, what's the matter with you? Are there people? There's people who are just like, yeah, it's Sunday. Let's go for a drive. 
and I know obviously there are, but it's like this was so big and it comes on a Tuesday at 11 a.m. And so I can only imagine that our office was like so many others because then I got home and my children told me that their office was just like our office. It stopped. It stopped. Your 56-year-old female kindergarten teacher was like, eh, we're not color painting today. USA is playing Iran. There was no I believe I mean, that we will learn. My goodness. <laughs> <I'm so laughs> they're like, we're out at recess. They're getting updates. Teachers, hall monitors. This was everywhere, yeah. man. This was everywhere. And that's awesome, and I love it, and it's, it's kind of a one-off. And I remember that moment in my life, Mark. It was 1978, Yankees-Red Sox, one-game playoff. Oh, I remember that game. I don't remember. You that don't game. remember that game. <laughs> I was a ten-year-old uh, student at McDowell Elementary in Petaluma, mm-hmm. and we got to watch the game during lunchtime. Of course, the Bucky Dent game, as it's now famously known, and we're watching it at lunchtime. And we don't want to leave, and so our teacher came in, Mister Mister G, Mister Garavaglia, I believe was oh, his wow. last name. Nice and he's like, "We're we're doing class in here, guys. You can watch the end of the game." And so we watched that game. So to hear that story. Some 44 years later. Soccer. No, it's With good. Soccer. Right. I mean, my, that moment for me was Will Clark's base hit up the middle against Mitch Williams. You, uh, Giants fans will remember. That was during the day. Was that 86? Uh, no, that was uh, when they went, to the, uh, they went to the World Series. That 89. Been, yeah, in 89. Yeah, Will Clark with the shot up the middle that puts the Giants uh, in, into uh, you the were World in high Series. School? No, I wasn't in high school. I was in... Uh, well, let's middle see. school? That 89. is so adorable. Yeah, I was in middle school. I was in middle school. and I already had a couple of kids. I, mean, that I was, was married. That was, oh, boy. That was back when uh, they would actually play a playoff game at, like, noon. Right. One in the afternoon. It's game five of the NLCS. And you damn well better believe Foster City, California, Bowdoin's Middle School, put that thing on the damn TV. The Giants are about to go to the World Series. That's the best. And I don't know that students today get that anymore. Like, our world is, is not going to allow that so much. Like, what? Your teacher did what in the middle of school? Right. But yesterday, to some level, it happened. I, I don't think they stopped school, but on the playgrounds and everywhere, like, the kids came home. My son's eight. He doesn't know what the hell's going on, but he knew. He's like, Dad, did you watch the soccer and Pulisic and one nothing and Iran. He's eight. He had all of this dialed because at his elementary school, that's what they were doing yeah, yesterday. Yeah. The real test is, and for your son and for all the rest of us out here on the West Coast, which is the best coast, Saturday morning, seven a.m. Mm-hmm. Netherlands. Are you getting up? Oh hell I yes! Mean, you and I are up anyway. Come up you at know, five forty-five. Shout anyway. out old guys. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah. Shout out Mila, my <laughs> baby daughter. You know I'm up, but <laughs> for the watching. rest of you. For the rest of you, are you going to get up for that? I don't think that's too difficult. Game. We've been getting up. A lot of people I know have been getting up at 6.30 for these dumb London games. True. And it's just like, yeah, I got a fantasy player or whatever. You know, I got Chris Godwin, so I'm going to watch Tom Brady in Germany or something like that. We can do 7 a.m. For, for Netherlands. And by the way, if you run a bar, two things. First of all, call us at 95.7 The Game because we would love to show up at your place for events and, and, and be involved with you. But secondly... Man, get your screwdrivers and your uh, your, uh, your bloody, bloody marys, marys yeah. ready to go. Irish coffee. This is going to be a massive event on a Saturday morning where people can roll out, get themselves some waffles and a bloody, and 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 let's go USA. Yeah. And it just be huge. Today's, I think, the last of, maybe not the last, but it's a huge one coming up here at the top of the hour. Mexico, Mexico. Saudi Arabia, Poland takes on Argentina. Group C, still up for grabs, and I do want to shout out the great people at Britannia Arms down in San Jose. I was there for the Mexico-Argentina game. Full house, great crowd, unbelievable hospitality for my guy, Jazz Beer, at Britannia Arms, and the surrounding area turned into basically a Mexico supporters area. And I know it's going to be the same Saturday morning for the U.S. game. So I just want to take a moment to shout out Britannia Arms, the great hosting there, and the full crowd. And I guarantee you today, it's going to be packed as well here. 
top of the hour as Group C will be resolved here in just moments. Well, problem for Mexico in this match. Uh, word just coming down that uh, the Saudi government has offered the Mexican players individually $8 billion each wow. if they will throw this match. And that's crazy. I mean, what are they doing out there? Well, didn't it, what, you mention the you going mentioned on? in the green room that they gave... Every one of their players a rolls. Right. The car, which I forget what it was worth, but we're not talking like, oh, that's a nice car. It's worth 50 grand. No, like one of these, like $1 million cars, each player on the Saudi national team received one just for beating Argentina. Right. Argentina, who now has figured things out and they're going to move on. Maybe. Well, maybe. Probably, right? Well, if they lose to What's Poland... What's the scenario? They have to... they got to beat Poland. Yes. They'll beat Poland. If they draw Poland, they would need Mexico to beat Saudi Arabia by fewer than three goals. Okay. So Argentina's in a They're pretty good in. spot. Mexico is the team that's really up against it. Mexico right. needs to beat Saudi Arabia... And get help. But again, you will individually each lose $8 billion if you beat right. Saudi Arabia. No, when you go from the cars that they gave to the uh, to, to each player, the Live Golf uh, Tour, and all the money being thrown around there, you saw Ronaldo's new offer. He leaves Man U. There's a Saudi team that offered him like the, the biggest... $208 million. $208 Is that overall or per year? Like for one year, right? The second year is less, though. I saw the average was... It beat Leo Messi's average by $40 million. It's the biggest contract in the history of global sports. I think it was in the neighborhood of $115 million a year. Uh, and all coming from Saudi Arabia. Athletes all over the place are going to be challenged by the money they're offered because I know we talked through with the whole live golf thing and there's the moral side of where this money's coming from, but at a certain point, most athletes are, are going to stop asking questions when the money gets that big. I mean, what, and, and for most right. of them, quite frankly, I don't really blame them. We don't know. You don't sit down when you get a contract offer and go, okay, exactly where, let's track this money. Where did it come from? And is everybody on the up and up? I mean, the answer is yeah. probably no. I know this is bigger than that, but yes. it's going to be it's going to be hard for people to turn stuff like that down. And for people who don't know where Cristiano Ronaldo is in his career, he's kind of in the LeBron space right now. He's one Correct. of the greatest to ever do it, but he's at the very, very, very tail end of his career. So for Ronaldo to take that money makes sense. He's thirty-eight years old. Did he try to steal that goal yesterday too? You see that goal? Right, he, did. <laughs> he, he tried to deflect it with his head. He whiffed. The ball goes in, and he's like, "I scored." I'm like, "No, you didn't score. No, I missed your head." That was Bruno Fernandez who scored. <laughs> Thank Just you. one more, Mark, before we move off of yeah, World yeah, yeah. Cup. Do you know that the one of the tiebreakers used in the World Cup group play is a thing called fair play points? I do not know this. So if Two teams tie with the same record and the same goal differential. differential. It goes down to fair play points. Which means what? Well, fair play points are determined based on how many yellow cards you have. If oh. you get a yellow card, it's minus one. A red card is minus three. A direct red is minus four. A yellow and a direct red is minus five. So based on your player's uh, comportment, Behavior. how yeah. do they behave determines whether or not you Jeez, can advance. How do you sounds, feel about that? That sounds very corrupt. <laughs> that <laughs> that sounds, That sounds very, very corrupt. Has that ever happened? Yeah. Has anyone ever moved on because of fair play? It happened in uh, the last World Cup, I believe. Uh, 2018, I believe uh, Senegal did not advance based on fair play points. Huh. Yeah, no. So I, anyway, I've never heard of that I just, before. I, yeah, I thought that that would be something that you would... Uh, that would raise your eyebrow, yeah. and it may come into play in this Mexico group that starts at 11 o'clock. All right, a couple things from uh, that, that we still want to get to from the uh, Warrior game last night as they fall in Dallas. 888-957-9570. Uh, you and I were talking about this both last night and before the show today, and you threw out in, in a bunch of stuff that you were saying, there was one sentence in there that grabbed my attention. Jordan Poole got paid too soon. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's something you and I talked about before Jordan Poole even got his contract. You didn't have to pay Jordan Poole right now. And Joe Shasky, the butcher boy in the morning changeover, made a good point in terms of, 
you know, you want to do right by a player. You want to send a message to a player. You want to make that player feel like he's a part of the future. But you gave the guy the bag, and you gave him the bag earlier than you had to, and now you're in a situation where he's maybe not playing with that same hunger that he played with last year. Yeah, this one's tough for me, because one thing I'd like to know that we'll never know, when did these conversations start? I know a lot of people out there tie the contract to what happened in training camp with Draymond Green. The timing was interesting. It was like you had the punch, you had a week of discussion about it. You had a lot of Warriors coming to microphones to defend Jordan Poole, his play, his behavior, all of that. Draymond Green was in a spot he had never been in in this organization. You also had Filmgate, everybody trying to figure out where this video came from. Still don't know. Right. So they, well, they may, but we're never going to know. So this whole thing goes through a very wild TMZ esque type of an experience. And two weeks later, poof. Jordan Poole gets the bag. And, and and then hours later, Andrew Wiggins does too. And so you're dealing with a team that, A, was trying to send the message of, this is our future. We love the way these two players played last year. And we are, going, we are willing to invest in them. It also felt like a message to the older guys, namely Draymond and Clay. Like, if you want a massive extension... <clears throat> You're probably not going to get it. Uh, these two guys did, and there's only so much money to go around. But a lot of people tied it directly to the punch, which to me feels probably unfair, probably unlikely timing-wise. Too much of I, a straight line, I I agree. have to feel like those conversations started prior to the punch even happening. Right. But and the other question is, and I know we're not having that discussion right now, and it's another thing that we will never know, did the fact that those discussions predated the punch, did that lead to the punch? Draymond wanted a max. There's a good point. Draymond That's a good question. Draymond wanted a max. And basically, Dikembe Mutombo, no, 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 he got <laughs> Mutomboed on his max. And then now, all of a sudden, they're talking to Jordan Poole about him getting a bag. Did that whole thing, and, and the team has said it didn't. But I wonder if well, we will never know. What does didn't mean? Remember when Ramona Sh- uh, Shelburne joined Momo. us just Momo two weeks ago? My girl. That's right. Momo says. We're getting closer. It wasn't about money. And it also wasn't not about money. We broke that down when you were gone. You did? Yeah. What did you say? Whitey was like, I, I don't know what that means. And I said, well, Whitey. It, <laughs> I do. I, I totally yeah, do. Yeah, I get Whitey, it. I, I said, <laughs> that's a five. I said, you know what What Momo said, Ramona Shelburne, friend of the program, mm-hmm. well, friend of yours, and one very, of these days she'll, she'll mention me. Yeah. But Momo said it's I'll not about money and it's not not about money. And I, I thought that that was really telling Next because time, yeah, yeah, go ahead, it sorry. wasn't about the money, but you can't look at the situation and say that it wasn't not about it because Draymond Green got matumboed and now here comes Jordan Poole who's done nothing compared to what Draymond's done. And now you're going to get... Draymond's bag plus a, another second bag? Look, yeah, listen. A, age is a thing, and, and it happens in every business. We all get it. Nobody wants to be told, hey, we're looking to the future now, and people who have a lot more years left. Nobody wants to be told that, but everybody is, except for Tom Brady, at some point in their career. But I think what she said was was very easy to sort of unpack. It wasn't directly about that, but it was indirectly about that. Yeah. In other words, Why didn't get it? a tone had been set <laughs> over this organization about money. It's about who is going. Joe Lacob comes out last year and goes, I mean, he essentially says, we can't pay everybody. We're not going to do a half of a billion dollar You made payroll. that point, too. Like, all eight of the top eight, they're not all going to stay. Okay, so... That means we've got a limited number of these big nine-figure bags that we can hand out. Steph, you go stand over there. You're not in this conversation. And he's already... You're done. He's good for three more. Signed for a few more, plus your Steph. You go stand in the corner. Yeah. And then there becomes an unspoken, indirect competition between... Young guys hoping to make a mark in the league. James Jordan Wiseman. Poole, yeah. Well, Poole had already sort of established, I'm good in this league. Kaminga, Wiseman, and Moody are over on one corner, and they're going, so look, it's four corners. One corner is Steph. Dean Smith. Corner two 
Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody going, we think we can play in this league. All right? Nice. Then, That's a four for your Kaminga voice. Then, then Poole is in a corner by himself. Actually, let's put Wiggins there, too. Wiggins and Poole are over here going, hey, we did some things last year you didn't think we could do, and we're in our mid-20s. Huh? What do you think? What do you think? And then in corner number four, Draymond Green and Clay Thompson. Man. We are battered. We've been through the wars. We are in our 30s, and we want one more paycheck, too. And the Warriors are going, all right, we're going to pick Steph in corner number one, and where are we going next? And so all those other guys, in a way, are competing to be that guy. So Steph in his corner, he gets a gigantic Barca lounger and, a, right. and an 80-inch 80, 80 TV. Bucket of popcorn and a Steph. remote control. You're good. And then the other corner, Kaminga, Moody, Wiseman, they go over to that corner and say, you three get beanbag chairs. We have your options. <laughs> Just sit and, and wait. Yeah, you guys, you're going to have to sit and wait. You Play guys, hard. Play but sit, hard. But sit and wait. But we have your options, and we're going to pick up your option. We're going to pick up your option. You guys are good. You're making good money. Have a beanbag chair, and you guys can play some video games. Then you go to the Wiggins and Pool Corner, and you say, guys, I mean, wow, we're going to have to give you guys more than just futons. And then you go to the Stefan, you go to the Clay and the Draymond Corner. That's where you have to have the real hard hard decisions. So that, They got wooden stools. Right. No cushion. <laughs> Not a cushion. Those <laughs> You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But oh, like, the yeah, worst, the hard word. Yeah. The worst. Um, so... That hemorrhoids. That I think is hanging was yeah. hanging over the team. I think you're right, and and that's what she meant by that. Um, Momo, man, when we say what are you doing, uh, get your 95.7 The Game gear at 95.7 thegameshopcom We'd love to see you oh. all wearing your what are you doing T-shirts, uh, or you can get your morning roast, or uh, it's you know I, the, the the error hoodie I think is great that says the hell with the kids rather than to hell with the kids, but whatever. I the rat on the table. You one. Get a rat on the table. You can do all of those things. 957thegameshop.com. But let's hit it I up. I got three kids and a bunch of problems. That's eight, what I eight, want. 888 957 9570. Was Jordan Poole paid too soon? Plus, the future of the NFC West may look even brighter than you realize. All of that is coming up next, but let's get to your pool calls. 888-957-9570. It's Willard and Dibs. Hey, it's Dante DiVincenzo. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Take it away, Mark. Yeah, Dante. So excited he got about that. Hey, it's uh, Dante DiVincenzo. Take it away, guys. He yeah. loves our show. Thanks. DiVincenzo. It's a solid... Name. We're the Devenchen Show. That's a four. That's a solid four. Good job. I keep waiting Good for Spadoni to, to crossfade into the Godfather music every time Dante gets mentioned. <laughs> Guys, I, I'm coming off the bench, but I make a big impact. Hey, Steve. Hey, Kerr. Make sure you keep me in the rotation. I would hate to have a horse in your bed. Make sure that you remember all the five families. The DiVincenzos. <laughs> and the rest of them. The Kamingas. Jonathan must be respected. Oh. <laughs> Trying to do you a favor. I don't know why that hit me so hard when you said, Hey, Kerr. <laughs> hey, Kerr. 
see any player being like, hey, hey, Kerr. Bench me at your own risk, Steve. <laughs> you might sleep with the fishes. Oh, I'm DiVincenzo. Uh, um, yeah. It. Yeah, that's perfect. God, that music actually does remind me of Christmas time because I always watch The Godfather. Always, right? Yeah. It's always on. No, you're not a love actually guy, huh? You're like, yeah, Merry Christmas. Let's kill everybody. It's the Italian yeah. in me, Mark. Look at you. So Look great. at you. <laughs> Uh, I encourage everyone, if you've seen The Godfather, uh, Godfather 1 and Godfather 2, a lot of times this time of year, they will show an amalgamation. Sensation. Thank you. It's a buck. They'll show you the two movies, but in chronological order. So they actually go back and forth between the two films. They show you the whole timeline chronologically. It's kind of a fun way to watch them. You could just, you know, go stream them. You could just go watch however you want. Yes, but you you can't watch them in chronology unless you cut it yourself. I see what you're saying. There are parts of Godfather 1 that happen, and then Godfather 2 is some flashbacks and the whole thing. I thought you meant like you needed to wait so that you could watch one on a Tuesday, the next one on a Wednesday, and the other one on a Thursday. I'm like, you do know that you can access these movies whenever you'd like. But much like radio, and this is why I prefer radio to streaming services, there's a certain amount of magic listening to the radio and having a song come on because you don't control it. That's true. That's true. It's like, oh, I love this song. It just came on. I was just thinking about that. As opposed to, hey, hey, Siri, play blah, blah, blah. There's a certain amount of magic that comes yeah, with, like, it, you're, you're flipping channels on December 22nd, and you're waiting for the holiday, it's like, oh my god, you know, Star Wars, a new Shawshank is on. Exactly! Yes, I'm yes. in! Right. TNT I will show I was you watch every Shawshank, Star Wars right. movie over the course of 30 hours. I know Spadoni's in, but I'll be the same. It's like... I'll watch a little bit of the New Hope. I'll no, throw it's it true. in there. It's true, and I know that's our that's our age showing. And sometimes, you know, we're we're back in the days of making the mix cassette tape, where you had to wait for your favorite song to come on radio, and then you run over to press record and the start record of the and play at the, the same record time. And play at the same time. <laughs> Hated it when there was an arrow. You'd push it down, and you'd only get one, and you'd be like, "Damn it!" And everybody, all your mixtapes, you would miss the beginning of every song because you're running around. You had to wait for it. Uh, people today will never ever ever have to experience that and congrats to them because let's be honest it's magical yet also annoying at the same time completely yeah. and it's i mean my two kids kind of like replay dibs you got to use the technology when you have it even though it might annoy you a little bit it does annoy me and, and this is where tim kawakami and i need to go a little bit further into our back and forth because he doesn't mind replay because oh you get the call right no you don't tim no you don't and that's my issue with replay but Yesterday, it was a short-form piece. We didn't have time to really stretch it out. Hopefully, we can get Tim Kawakami in studio, and then we can really get into it. No problem. We can work on that for sure. But uh, you do get more of the calls right. Like, I think there's there's always going to be there's the calls that aren't reviewable. You're never going to have a system that's not frustrating. Right. But there, there, are, there are black and white calls, right, that, that you know, for me... What I believe is when people get frustrated with replay and say we shouldn't do this anymore, I believe if we did one week, it's funny, like go to youth sports. You know when the youth sports always have the one week where they're like, okay, it's silent week. I love silent Saturday. Silent week's amazing. Yeah, the, 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 the best thing is the players love it. Every kid will tell you, I love Pass it. Pass it to Timmy. Timmy. Thank Timmy's you. open. Pass it to Mark. I love it when mom and Shut dad up. aren't yelling at me and the refs Completely. and embarrassing me and putting pressure on me. Just shut up. Get a coffee. Watch a damn game. Kick your feet up. They're 11 years old, and everything's going to be fine right. no matter what happens in this game, okay? So they love that. If we did non-replay week... <gasps> You'd hate it. Oh, I would love it. You'd love it, but you're a wackadoodle. Okay? <laughs> That's a compliment. You'd, you'd all hate it. The first time your team fumbles and it gets returned for a touchdown and the replay shows that the knees and the elbows and the shoulders, knees, and toes were all down. And that ref called it a fumble. And the other team's doing those snapshot pictures in the end zone. Look at us. We got a fumble rumble. And that replay shows you that everything was, you would hate it. It would drive you nuts. Well, you would have to allow the officials to go back to, wait for it, 
officiating the game. Because what we have now in the National Football League, we have an officiating staff that has been trained to not call what they see. Because if you blow a whistle and you know there's a fumble, and now, oh, it turns out the ball was out. Well, now we've killed the play. So we've trained our officials to not call what you see anymore. So it would have to be more than just a week. But I get your greater point. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hey, uh, Kyle, everybody, the silver stuff yesterday. Do we have it? I mean, we can reference it. but We had we, it during the show yesterday. Oh, you I did? I cut that so fast. Okay. Well, were you I'm so good at cutting sound. Dude, you. you are on it. <laughs> always said that about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So let me know when you got that thing at a push button. Because Mike Silver, you brought this up. The Los Angeles Rams. He said it on Twitter a bunch yesterday. He said it on our show. He's like, they are done. It's a capital D, it's a capital U, and a capital N. That kind of done. Oh. That's how I spell it when they're really, really done. Yeah. That team is cooked. This is not, hey, it's a tough year. He insinuated that Sean McVay will not be back. He insinuated that Aaron Donald may retire. He insinuated that you won't see Matt Stafford for the rest of the year. We already know that Cooper Cup is probably not going to play the rest of the year either. Spadone, give us a little Mike Silver, if you would. Uh, Let's see. They don't really have any draft picks. The cap is stretched. They're star-heavy, and some of those stars might hang it up. And the head coach is probably going to walk away after this year. I think it's a long rebuild. Okay. That's <laughs> a solid score. I'm looking so, at their draft picks next year. Yeah, what do they got? Uh, first round pick, the Lions own it. Number three overall right now. Second round pick, mm, don't have one. Third round pick, mm, don't have one. Fourth round pick, the Patriots own it. Fifth round pick, I believe the Browns own it. Are you kidding me? I mean, they don't have I, any picks at all in the first five rounds. Wait, like I understand wrong. that the 49ers have given up a lot of capital as well, but did you just say that accurately? They have no picks in the first five rounds. The Patriots traded Sony Michelle to the Rams for a 2022 sixth and a 2023 fourth. So the way I read it, they don't have their fourth either, and uh, the Rams traded. The Browns traded Troy Hill to the Rams for their 2023 fifth. So unless I'm reading this wrong, I don't think they've got anything. They got Bupkis. Okay, right now I'm I'm looking at October 2022. How many picks do the Rams have over the next two years? Um, You tell me if something has happened since then. Uh, 2023 NFL draft, what this says, and this was as of October, so it's been a month and a half. Have they made any trades since then? It says they don't have their first. That's part of the oh, Stafford deal. Oh, they do have deal. their second and third. And I third. They've got their okay. second and third. They've lost their fourth and their fifth. They've got three sixths and a seventh. <laughs> I hate that word, sixth. Sixth. Try having a list. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of words I can't they say. they got a two and a three, three in the sixth, and a seventh round draft pick. Um Okay, so they got a few picks, whatever. The 49ers are short on picks, too. However, the 49ers have a bunch of people who are ready to play football, and the Rams do not appear uh, to have that at all. So let's project a few things, because we are solely focused right now on this 49ers season. I get it. They're 7-4. and four. They look like they're in a really good spot. Hashtag Jimmy's knee. So let's make sure that's healthy. Things are going in a good direction. The 49ers, over the next few years, only have one question. It's a monster, but they have one question, and that is, what are you doing at quarterback? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? They know what they're doing. It's Trey Lance. Provided that they figure it out, whatever they do. Provided that they get production out of their quarterbacking position. What does the NFC West look like for the next handful of years? Mike Silver just said it. The Rams are cooked, and this is good. He, he called it a, quote, long rebuild, and he was saying it sarcastically as if it's a really, really long rebuild. The Seattle Seahawks have been a nice surprise this year. However, it does look like the slipper is starting to not fit. They're 6-5. and five, They've lost two in a row. It's not like even when they were playing well, you suddenly thought, long-term answer. Seattle's really good now. If the slipper does not fit... Then, then you, the playoffs, you must sit. Okay, good. I didn't know how yeah, you, you you did it. You that know, was a nice job. I always try to avoid the obvious. <laughs> okay. yes, you know. 
And then I would contend that the Arizona Cardinals, the only team of the four that right now has a very clear-cut, near-term future at the quarterback position, it's not what you want. Nope. That's not what you want at your quarterback position, which is a guy who has been underwhelming, has had an embarrassing contractual situation, and now appears to be at odds with a head coach who's probably not long for the job either. That whole thing looks like it's either... Uh, headed for a blow-up or headed for some sort of reboot. And I don't really, I've never thought at any point, Kyler Murray, very wonderful athletic talent. Right, right. At no point so far in his NFL career has he looked like a guy who's going to be a Super Bowl quarterback. They do have an out, though, potential out in that contract. When is it? 2028. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. His contract is only... $2 million next year with a signing of 5.8 oh. and uh, a cap hit of $16 million. But as of next year, the dead cap, he's dead. $97.5 million. God, That's Lord. bigger than Pablo. Yeah. Then his contract goes to 37 18 then 22.8 then 19.5 Then you can get out in 2028. Good job, Steve Kime. Had a boy. <laughs> How many head coaches will Kyler Murray have between now and 2028? I'll put the over-under at two and a half. Over. Over. Because he's got the one now, and he'll be gone. And then he'll get the one after the one. Are we all thinking Kingsbury's gone at the end of the year? Well, you didn't think he was going to make it to the end of the season. I still don't. You don't? No. Hmm. I said the over-under of games Kingsbury coaches against the Niners, I put it at one and a half. I don't know. And he's coached one against them. I don't know why you would, like, what does Arizona gain by doing that in the season? You know, there's always the, heading uh, into week 18. I mean, I don't know. You stay ahead of the curve. Uh, why wait till Black Monday? I don't know because oh, he stinks. Why not? Like I, you know what I mean. I, I, I don't know necessarily what the division's going to look like at that point. But Cardinals are not headed for a playoff spot. Um, they actually could have uh, had a last gasp effort to stay in the conversation at least, and then they gave up a two point conversion. That was the funniest play of the entire weekend, by the way. Did any, we didn't get a chance to talk about this? Like the Chargers go down and score. It's twenty-four to twenty-three. There's just a few ticks left to go. The Chargers, as Brandon Staley wakes up looking for situations like this, he's like, "You mean I get to risk everything?" He's got for cojones. one play. Cojones. <laughs> this is what I love. So of course he's going for two. Justin Herbert drops back, and you've got your nickel slot corner given four yards of space. To a wide receiver at the goal line. From the two and a half yard Herbert's line. Herbert's like, well, okay, here. You take the ball. You take it. They didn't even touch him. No. Nope. It was the easiest two-point conversion ever. And the Cardinals are dust. They're dust. The Rams are dust. Seattle is not dust. But they don't have a long-term plan. 49ers have a long-term plan. They don't know if they want to keep it. And then there's the Rams who feel like they haven't even gotten to ground zero yet to start over. So the 49ers have a massive if, but if they do figure that out, they stand to run this shop for a little while. But even, Mark, if they don't, if that if is a not, let's say that they, okay, we're going to, sorry, Jimmy, thank you for everything. You sure. are great. We can't afford you. It's Trey on. next year. Yeah. It's Trey Lance, and it's going to be a fill-in-the-blank veteran backup. We know that. Let's say Trey Lance isn't that good. Trey Lance stays healthy and Trey Lance struggles, you're still the favorite in this division. The Rams are a dumpster fire. Arizona is going to probably be going through a coaching change. And Seattle, as a flash in the pan, is not built to really challenge you. So the Niners next year, Mark, they could be a 9-8 and team and they could coast in the division. Wow, well, right. I mean, a billion a billion things can happen between now. Like, but I'm just thinking, yeah. in terms of like your long-term viability of the Niners, let's yeah. say Trey Lance has a growth year. Well, the West next year is not going to be as good as the West is this year. And the West this year stinks. Well, we thought the West was going to be really good. That's why I always back up. Like, I don't even like to do this in-season. I don't even like to look to the... Let's play the schedule game next right. year. <laughs> I mean, the 49er Raider game on New Year's Day. I'm 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 fixing to be there with the lovely Christy, by the way. Okay, is that happening? Yeah, yeah, that's happening. We got everything except for the, the, the tickets. But anyway, uh, we'll figure I know that a out. Guy. The, I know a guy who knows you? a guy. Yeah, do you? Absolutely. Oh, we'll talk off the air. I'll put you in, in contact with my people. I uh, would love it. So anyway, Speed brick. But we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna be there. We're gonna be there. Oh, I already texted him. 
Right, if that's who your guy was, I already texted him. But, I mean, uh-huh. he and I are a little closer than okay. you know. That's probably, probably true. <laughs> I mean, I, the passion and the energy goes to you. We did shows together back uh, <laughs> back when I was okay. uh, just a squirrel hey, trying to get a nut. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm gonna let you do your thing. Post firing, post rehiring, I was doing some middays oh, uh, during the speed brick era. Oh yes, oh yes, you were. So I'll say I don't want to make any. That game is a month away, almost to the day. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know exactly, like, oh, the 49ers are they're going to take over the building because the Raiders are going to be out of it. The 49ers will have already clinched the division, or maybe they will be that day, or whatever. Like, who knows what the hell is going to go on? So we're not doing that for next year either, especially when the 49ers can't even tell us who your quarterback is next year, what the health of that person is. But the bigger issue is, is look at the other three teams and what they need to build right now. You seemingly have one team headed for a lengthy rebuild. That's the Rams. You have another team that's probably headed for coaching hell. So that's at least a reboot, if not a rebuild. And then a third team that sort of feels like they're just on this fun little trip. Like they're on a backpacking trip to Europe. And they're like, this is great. And we're having more fun than we thought. We got here. We found a bunch of money. And so we're going to hang out for a while. But the trip's going to end And you don't know. It's like that person you run into on the, oh, what are you doing when you get back? I don't know. I don't have a job. I don't know where I'm going to live. Totally, It's a blank canvas. I spent all my money just to get that Eurail pass. That's the Seattle Seahawks. I came back from Europe with $10, by the way, in 1993. (laughs) That's 10 more than some do. So good for you. You made it. Well, I had to pull the plug in the trip about four days early because your boy was running out of money. (laughs) And by the way, for you kids out there taking that trip, go east. We, I went to Poland and uh, licked wounds. I survived about five extra days. Oh, Lichten wounds. Yeah, I've I been there. Lichten is right next to Lichtenstein. <laughs> yeah. uh, Poland, very affordable at the time in the 90s. I bet. Yeah. I've... <laughs> Spent about four days in Krakow. Very nice city. Be careful now. Wonderful city. Aren't they a hockey team now? The Krakow? Yes, the Seattle Krakow. Uh, okay. Uh, By the so... way, I, I looked at the Niners' schedule for next year, the opponents. I got them at 10-7. and seven. <laughs> you don't know who the opponents are yet. Yeah, I know the opponents. No, you I don't, don't know the order. How do you know the opponents? Well, there's a couple opponents they gotta, we don't we know. We've got to find out if they're going to be on the first-place schedule or the second-place schedule. They're going to be the on whatever. the first-place schedule, which right. means they're going to take on the NFC South TBD, which is Tampa Bay. That'll be at home again. And by the way, they have the uh, AFC North. So they take on the Cleveland, w. Pittsburgh, Ooh. the Natty, and Baltimore comes to Levi's. Ooh. Okay. Baltimore and Cincinnati come here. Will Lamar Jackson be the quarterback? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine he won't be. He's not signed right now. They haven't signed him yet. The guy's headed for free agency. Maybe he'll be the quarterback I, here, I, Mark. I no. <laughs> no. They, huh. can, they can't franchise him, though. 49ers can't franchise Jimmy. Oh. Baltimore can franchise Lamar. Um, but... So, let's see. Baltimore comes here, and which is the other one that comes here? Burrow? Uh, Cincinnati. Burrow. Yeah. Deshaun Watson on the road, and Kenny Pickett. Yep. Which I've decided is the worst name in the history of quarterback. He should be a country music artist. I mean, honestly, it, that's a great call. Like the, it, Keith it, Urban and uh, Kenny Pickett, live at the fairgrounds. Kenny Pickett opens for Keith Urban. <laughs> totally. If, if there's anything you wanted to not name your quarterback, wouldn't it be Pickett? That's terrible. Jimmy Fumble. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, an awful name. Although he looks like he's starting to ball a little bit, he had some nice throws in that Monday sure nighter did. against the Colts. Look great. Yeah, I missed some of the game. Our power got blown out. Like we had one of the like an explosion in the neighborhood. Everybody was like, and then go. My go power on. went out too. I want to shout out PG and E. Something people don't usually do. Man, they were Johnny on the spot. Showed up about like within an hour and a half. Showed up, bangs. The trucks were right there on the street. Fixed that thing. Everybody go to dinner, come back, lights are back on. It's so crazy because we live about 30 miles apart as the crow flies, and my power went out, and uh, that prompted a, a really hard closed-door meeting to look at our emergency supplies, Ooh. which, by the way, are terrible. A closed-door meeting? Now, why would you have a closed-door meeting when the only three people in the house are you, your wife, and your baby who Because the baby was asleep English. in one room, and she okay. speaks English. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Gaga, goo-goo. <laughs> so the wife and I had to go in the other room, and it's like... Uh, 
babe, what are we doing here? I mean, what do, are you doing? all we can do right now is light the menorah. Which so I'm going to be carrying the menorah from room to room. We like, got no flashlights. Like Hanukkah's Hanukkah's on Thanksgiving this year. I didn't know. I didn't know. That's awesome. Hanukkah comes when the power goes out. Where is that damn menorah? That's so good. Thank you. All right, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. I also got this little little primer for an hour from now when Steiny and Goo walk in here. Okay. I thought they had a fascinating conversation yesterday. I'm cruising out of the city. And Steiny is, 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 again, he's trying to, you know how he does. He's just like, he, he's a setup master. He's like, so, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Oh, you do? Well, then, bam, here's, here's what you actually think. And so he kind of pins, he pins Goo by saying, if the 49ers make the NFC Championship game, is that good enough? Or what would you say about Kyle Shanahan if they only make the NFC Championship game. And so Goo starts talking about Lemon Booty and all the things that come with that conversation. And Goo has been a little back and forth on Kyle Shanahan this year. So he goes, all right, if you're down on Kyle, if they only make the NFC title game and lose, and some of you would like to let him go, understand you just fired Andy Reid. And he did a, a comparison. Andy Reid. A little bit. No mustache. How many Kyles make an Andy? I would say three and a half. Uh, wow. Do you? See, I was going to say two and a half. Damn, three and a half? Well, Kyle's about... Uh, what do you think he weighs? Kyle? Yeah. Buck 60? Uh, maybe. At Andy's least. about 5'10". <laughs> I'm just kidding, Andy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, three and a half. Three and a half. I'll take the under on three and a half. Yeah. But anyway... Point being, a solid two Kyles. He's sitting there talking about a comparison piece of Andy's coaching record, Kyle's coaching record, which got me to thinking about Andy's quarterback that he couldn't get over the top, Donovan McNabb, and Kyle's quarterback that he hasn't been able to get over the top, Jimmy Garoppolo. You might be surprised by what happens when you do a comparison piece with those two players. We'll get to that and much more coming up next. You also need to hear what Steve Kerr said about Jonathan Kaminga in last night's game. Also, about 35 minutes away, Doc Pandia gets in here. He'll let you know about Kristen Pulisic and much, much more. That's what's up next on the game, brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. Willard and Dibbs, 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.